Hi guys, it is JJ here. Just a quick reminder to share this podcast with your friends and family. Um, I am so beyond grateful for the fact that you guys have been able to love and enjoy this podcast as much as I have and the dolls have making it. But I think it would be super beneficial to your friends and family if you guys would share this podcast. I think this is a podcast like no other. I haven't seen anything that's genuinely like this where young adults are talking about big topics and issues that resonate with them before graduating high school. So it's something that's super really cool and I think if you like it and if a lot of your friends like it, then definitely share it with them. It's not that hard, it's genuinely free and it could benefit us so much you don't even know. So thank you guys so much and I'll see you guys later. Hope you guys enjoy the pod. Well, hi guys. Welcome to the Ball with the Dolls podcast. And the funny part is you guys are going to be balling with one doll today. You know, it's just one of those podcasts where it's just one of us. I guess I started this podcast with just me, so I might as well just end it with just me. I think why not? It's it's fine. You guys are going to hear some cars because I have to let my air in my house for a lot of reasons. I think once I t- once I get into a more comfortable space where I can definitely talk about it, you're going to hear about it, but just for now, just break with me. That's just it just it is what it is. It's just something you're just going to have to deal with. It's a secret you guys don't know about. And it's something that you guys just don't know. Sorry. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess before we genuinely get into our topic, of course, we're going to do, you guessed it, the weekly vibe check where we check in on our friends. Of course, it's just going to be a check-in with me, but it's interactive. So if you guys don't know what that means, you guys can do it too. Check in on your friends, even if it's, a little call, a little text, anything could happen or anything could be happening with them that you just don't know about. And who knows, all they need is just that one person to just simply just be there just to ask. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help, genuinely. Um, So, of course, you're the friend. You know if your friend's going through something, you can just feel it. And... You know, ask them. Um, As far as for me, my mental health has been up and down. Um, It's been kind of like a fog-ish. Like, I don't really know. Like, it's almost in a way just stuck. And there's some times where I'm like, yeah, I kind of understand um, where I'm stuck, but that's when, when I'm, like, I'm going through something really, really bad, and I feel just mentally stuck, and, um, usually it doesn't feel good, but it doesn't, this one doesn't feel good, but it doesn't feel bad either, which is very, very weird. I've never really, I haven't felt something that's like this. Um, I know a month is coming up. Um... And I'm not going to get into just say that a month is coming up. But I'm like, I'm not even phased about that month right now. I don't know. I don't know. It's not. It's 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 nothing weird. I'm not feeling bad. Not feeling good. I'm not feeling sad. I'm not feeling 
I don't know. Just a mix. Good old mix. I don't... I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to describe it. Is literally, I don't know. But, um... I mean, like, this is... I don't know. <laughs> I, um... At least, I guess you can say it's good because I've gotten back into sewing again. You know, I took a pause. You know, I, I took a pause from working and stuff on that. Um, you know, if if a lot of you guys just don't know, like, I don't work in the sense of, like, you know, quote-unquote, I don't have a real job. It's more so I'm working on um, a dream and stuff, and... Um, I'm pretty sure I told you guys about it in the first episode, if you guys haven't listened to it, which you guys, if you guys are watching this last episode of the season, you guys are weird. Come on, go to the first episode and watch them all through. That's like going to the end of the movie just to watch just the end of the movie and then just be like, oh yeah, like I know what happened at the end. Like, what? No, absolutely not. But anyways, I, um... Yeah, so I have been working on some um, some fashion stuff. Um, I'm trying to get better at my craft as usual. That's just, it is what it is. Don't mind the sneeze and like the background. Like I said, it's we got the windows open and it's cold, so you're, you're gonna hear some sneezes. Um, but other than that, like, um, everything else has just been me perfecting my craft. Um, me trying to fit into jeans that don't fit. <laughs> and it's crazy because I'm going to be going out of the state at some point. Um, at some point. And it's going to be for the holidays, of course. I'm surprised I said that without stuttering. If you guys don't know, I have a very, very bad stutter. I can't say Halloween. I can't say hol days see 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 I can't say um let's see um there's there's some things that I can't say too fast or say it like quote-unquote at a normal speed and it annoys me so much it just does it's so annoying I'm it's just something that hopefully I grow out of it probably don't it's literally taken me like 17 years to grow out of but it still hasn't yet so oh well all those speech classes were for nothing <laughs> but um but yeah um i'm gonna be going out for holiday see it happened again um and i know that i'm gonna be eating a lot and even though yes yes it is treat yourself treat yourself moment I do want to focus more on not really eating too much and, you know, it just gets a little hard when you have a little, you know, when, when you're an emotional and all that stuff, you know, and like, I'm not trying to, you know, like I'm trying to say it in a way that's like not triggering to some and I know that I'm already triggering people. I'm sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. I'm, you know, um... You know, it's not like a bad eating thing, but it's more so like, like, it's more so like I can stop, you know, like just stop already, you know, but I don't know. 
that's where that's probably where I'm in my funk right now. But it's not like a bad funk. Like I've had like a bad like mine like um funk where you're like I don't want to do anything. I don't want to you know, I want to sit in my bed and sleep all day and not get any work done. But that's not where I'm at right now. But my mind is in like a really bad fog to where like it's almost like that. I'm drinking a Snapple. But you know, Hopefully it all just kind of clears out and everything just kind of gets better. You know, there's always rain before sunshine. So, or whenever there is rain, there's always going to be a rainbow at the end. So who knows? But um, I guess while I'm right here, that's just going to be the end of it for now. Um, I'm going to leave. We're going to take a quick break because I have to grab some water and we'll be right back. Well, I've got a proposition for I'm just kidding. I don't really care. But you know what I do care about? Meeting new people. And ways we can do that is just by you visiting our Instagram page and maybe even sharing with a friend who knows you might make their day. So maybe the next time you actually do share us, we'll get enough people to get an actual sponsor. So yes, why not just help us out? Anyways, love ya. All right, we're back. I grabbed some water, but I think before I get started, you know, I I forgot to touch on this, like, before the intro, but I think, like, where, like, or, you know what? <gasps> Take two. <laughs> Basically. You guys just saw me have the most worst. Oh my god, how embarrassing is that? But anyways. Um, <laughs> like, before we get started on our topic, like, um, I had actually shown the podcast to my mom, and she genuinely likes it. Um, I hope that you guys like it. But I think one inconsistency that is in the podcast that I... Which um, that I'm gonna plan on sharing with the dolls soon is the fact that we talk over each other a lot, and I really didn't see that until now. Plus, me, I talk a lot. I need to learn how to shut up. Cut to me doing a podcast by myself. But yeah, you know, I, I, um, I do genuinely need to shut up sometimes and let the girls talk. Um, and I just feel stupid sometimes when I don't, and it sucks. So that's one thing I have to learn. And it's just the fact that we all just kind of talk at once, and it feels kind of scrambly. So I think that's one thing that we have to, you know, like, really work on. And it's literally the same when we have our group calls. So, yeah, that that's... That's at least one thing that we have to do, almost in a way to kind of really polish it, you know, because even though this podcast is, you know, a call with your girls and stuff, like, I still want this to be sort of, like, structured for us, you know, so that you guys know what's going on. There's segments and there's all that stuff, and, like, even though it's in this pod, it's in that podcast format where there's segments and stuff, there's, it still feels genuine, and, um, and I just think, you know, again, that's just another thing that we just have to do to just to kind of polish it. But I think other than that, um, 
our um, our podcast is good, at least to me. I think I just need to work on just 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 like to edit it a lot better. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't even like like to edit the podcast too much because I again I still want it to sound super genuine. But I think what is also kind of really missing is, um, you know, there's some parts where it, don't worry about my phone going off. There's some parts where it sounds super, super janky and it sounds just so bad. And, you know, I just really want to fix that too. And hopefully I can. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's, um... I think, you know, that's one thing that we'll really be able to fix. So, yeah. Um, now, moving on to the topic. Other than me rambling. The topic is... <laughs> living in Las Vegas. Okay, so... It's... <sighs> Girl, I don't even know where to start. Like, <sighs> if you are a Vegas kid... You just understand, like, like everyone usually looking from outside in is usually in, like, this was me too, you know, um, Vegas is fun and it's exciting and it's, you know, just a place where you can go crazy and go crazy and live your best life and then, yeah, yeah, maybe for the weekend, but not for 365 days each year like no genuinely not like unless you are a businessman and you are um and you're genuinely you know um you have a company and you're working re really good and you got it like that i think vegas life is just bland and boring yeah you've got the strip but that gets boring every once in a while but then again, I have been someone who is, you know, I am going to say it because it's true. I've been a little bit more sheltered in my life and I haven't really, you know, been, you know, out to see it all. Um, you know, there's still places in Vegas that I don't know and I've lived here for like more than five years. So, you know, there's that, you know, so that shows how much I know as, um, as someone who lives in Las Vegas. But, um... But I think um, if you live in Las Vegas, there are places that you know where it's like, it's just so bad. And, you know, there's sometimes where you feel angry at those, at, at, the, um, at the people that are in those areas. But then there's times where you're like, you just have to feel bad for them. Because it's like, it's just the lowest of the low. And it's just like so beyond bad. And this is coming from someone who has been at all of those levels, though. That's the thing. You know, I went from, you know, living in a middle-class-ish neighborhood to living in a, um, in, you know, the lowest of the low. Then we go back up and then low and then back up and then low. You know, it's just, I think people, when they hear, you know, it's cheap out there, you know, that does sound good and it sounds enticing, but I think with the whole things with jobs and all that stuff and the prices on food and um, certificates that you need for literally genuinely everything if you want to 
like make it big out here like it's very much cost cost effective <laughs> and it's like in like a bad way <laughs> like it's really 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 not that good and like the people here <laughs> and yes i am gonna shit on las vegas people i'm not gonna consider myself a las vegas person because i just do not have that energy you know i i've lived in california for a good amount of my life like for you know i don't know i was there till i was uh, 11 or 12 ish so, you know, 12 years of your life, just living there, it's, you understand the places and you understand, you know, the agriculture and, you know, the plants that live there and the good weather that's there, even though it's, well, it actually is kind of better than, than Las Vegas, like, weather. It's actually way much better. It's less hot. It's, it, you can, I guess in most places you can see the stars in California. I don't know. Do not, do not quote me on that. Because, again, I, I moved here when I was, like, 10 or, like, 11. So I don't even, um, I don't even know. Um, but it's, it's just, like, after a while you get to genuinely see, like, even though there are nice people here, like there's like a small like amount, hello, you've met like the dolls. Um, you know, um, obviously Rita lives in Colorado, but you know, everyone else like we live out here. Um, you know, us as youth, we've seen people in Las Vegas, you know, and unfortunately it's, most people here are not good. And, um, I guess I have some stories to share with y'all because it's, it's just a long, 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 long story and you guys are just like not really gonna, you, you guys are not gonna enjoy it, you know? I just, I don't know, just sit down. I hope y'all are, are sitting down. Get a good glass of water. Don't get a glass of alcohol. Don't get a glass of juice. You know what? Get a glass of alcohol. You know what? Screw it. Fine then. If you're of age, get a glass of alcohol. Um, whatever your preference is. Um, if, if you're not of age, get yourself some water and hydrate yourself. Um, especially because it's hot out here. Um, but, you know, Las Vegas people really, me and them have not really mixed. Um, I guess I talked about it. <laughs> I've talked about it, um, on the episode with me and Anthony and Maxine where it was just us. And I've touched on it um, just a little bit when we were speaking about um, how when I was in California, we really didn't think too much about race. It wasn't really like a thing, um, I guess, with myself, with um, with the way that I was growing up just a little bit. It, it kind of gave me just a little bit of preconceived notions about certain people. But I think um, over the years, it's been gone. And I totally don't look at people, you know, differently unless I'm being treated a certain way of course but um but you know I think when it comes to terms with meeting you know a lot of 
and I'm gonna say this and it's gonna make a lot of people upset, um, meeting a lot of people of color out here, specifically a lot of black people out here, um, you know, I haven't, you know, and obviously just to clarify, just to clarify before I get this bitch taken down, <laughs> I'm, I, I <laughs> I'm black myself. And <laughs> just imagine, I just didn't clarify that. You know, I'm, I'm black myself. And, uh, and I'm mixed race. So, um, I'm black and Mexican. And it was hard trying to necessarily find a space to really fit in. I, you know, in California, it wasn't really like that. It was more so, you know... It wasn't more so people bullying me because I was of a lighter skin tone. It was, and, and like, I wouldn't call it bullying. Like, I would call it more so, like, just petty stuff. Like, they would just, like, not, like, I just didn't really just fit in with, like, a lot of the other, you know, black students at, at my school who weren't, um, like, you know, who weren't, like, lighter skinned because I guess they just didn't really see me as someone who was genuinely black. And I, and, and the same thing goes, well, no, the same thing went only for just a little bit when it came to, um, Hispanics. Like, I really didn't have that, um, have that problem, but ever so often, you know, because of the machismo vibe that comes with Mexican culture, you know, that just some, that was just something that I wasn't at all, you know, I'm, you know, and, um, in California, I was out to a lot of people in my middle school. I was, I was out as, um, as gay and I, and, and like, I didn't care. But when it came to coming here, it was almost like a totally different switch. Not because, oh, it's a, oh, oh, like it's a different middle school. It's, it's a different, um, it's like, it's like a different like middle school. No, it's not the school itself and it's not the, you know, that it's more so finding, you know, it's more so with like, it's, I don't want to say it's a different vibe in environment, but that's kind of what it was. And I don't, you know, and I was trying to find a different word for that, but I think it's almost as if like you go into a place people really don't care um, and then you walk into, you know, a different school and it's like, eh, you get a little stares in there. You're getting a little questions asked and it's just like, do I really need to answer those questions? Does it really like affect you? Cause I don't think it does. Right. Like we've all have had those situations. And if you haven't, I'm perfectly happy and I'm glad that you have not experienced that at all. And I hope you don't, unfortunately. A lot of us who are in the um, LGBTQ community have had experiences, you know, just those, you know, like just those stupid, like almost backhanded questions that are weird, like, you know, and, um, and like when it obviously came to like my race, like, you know, I've had some people like say, well, obviously you're not black enough, so why would I want to be your friend? Like, what's it called? You're better off with like with like white Susie and I'm like but white Susie doesn't even like me <laughs> right and so so like almost sort of kind of imagine that as a middle schooler 
as a middle schooler, are you going into an environment to where you feel as though you're not necessarily accepted by your own, you're not accepted by a lot of other people, and it f and because you're gay, it kind of weighs everything all out. You know, you almost, in a way, kind of really find a sense of, like, very, very bad loneliness. And it's not the fact that I was lonely because, you know, I was someone who still talked a Bitch, I talk the fucking lot, okay? So, I found my tribe eventually. <laughs> I found it eventually. I still wound up finding it fast, but... But, like, ever so often, you would just get those questions where it would just be, like, weird, and it just would put the mood off. And, um, that's... And, like, unfortunately, it would be sometimes just sparked out of jealousy, and not and not not like necessarily out of like jealousy because oh my skin's lighter just because I don't know genuinely what it was but it was just strictly because I'm not like a Las Vegas person per se and it happened with everybody and um, not saying that like I was you know the biggest victim out of that like middle school well, no but because like genuinely there's a lot of people that were there that could genuinely care less about me and I made friends hello that's how me and Anthony met that's how me and Maxine met and that's how me and a lot of other friends met that were at um that school you know they've helped a lot but I think like when it comes to um Especially just being a part of the community, you know, being a doll, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um, it can be, you know, just a little extra hard, you know, even if they accept you, you know, into their tribe, you know, you kind of had that scaredness of like, are they going to want me even if I'm like, you know, gay? And, you know, that's where the performing arts teachers, they really came in and they, you know, um, really made, you know, like middle school good. So that's where I wound up liking middle school. You know, I loved that. You know, I had, I had my friends, I had my little section, you know, I had, you know, and at least the best part of just the whole like middle school vibe was the fact that you could just be a weirdo and it just wouldn't care. And that's just some parts that I really do miss about middle school is the fact that you could be a straight up freaking weirdo and not care at all. And because everyone else was being a weirdo too, you know? And I think once it got to high school, it was just like, nah, you already knew like the drill. You can't be a weirdo because bestie, you're going to be the one who's just going to be just out while everyone is just pretending to be something they're not but um but I think once high school hit I think that's when I really got to see what a lot of Las Vegas people were like um unfortunately and I was gonna get to this eventually because um it is actually coming close and I'd rather say this because um it's going to be a two-year anniversary like once this happened and I believe I'm comfortable enough with you guys to talk about it um like I said um a lot of Las Vegas people out here 
are unfortunately jealous for they're unfortunately jealous towards outsiders and i've seen it happen a lot but not only is the it almost is like gaslight central <laughs> that's the best way i can describe it like if you meet a friend and you become so close with them you know they are gonna help you like one day but then after that once you accept the help they're gonna be like oh yeah well i need you to help me with this i need you to help me fold my laundry i need you to help me you know um, burn the Empire State Building. I need you to help me, um, turn a Snapple into a, like, banana. I will, or, like, I need you to help me, you know, um, make powdered sugar and, I don't know, just put it on my chair. I don't know. Like, like, you're gonna be asked for literally everything, and the moment that you're like, sorry, I can't do that, looks like, well, um, I did all of this, 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 and this for you, that's disrespectful. Why aren't you blah, 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 blah. And it's happened. <laughs> it's genuinely happened a lot because, unfortunately, I've seen that pattern with a lot of Las Vegas people. And it's genuinely has made me upset. And I guess a good story to explain this has to deal with um, who I used to work with. You know, obviously, I'm in the fashion industry. And um, I was actually talking with Magazine about this earlier on um, a while ago. And um, we were actually talking about the fact that um, I had to move um, like middle schools. And um, I finally saw her in my sophomore year. And, and, and it, it, it had been like forever. Like I think like last time I saw her, it was like her birthday party and she had just started her transition and I was just so proud of her. And then she was going to model for my show. Um, my show was supposed to happen on the 4th of January. No, 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 it was actually supposed to happen on my birthday because I titled the show like Rebirth and, um, and it was just like, just something that I just wanted to do and it was just my first fashion show. It was something that had meant everything to me. I had worked with someone who was older and I'm going to give you a trigger warning because this is going to have to do with grooming, which I know, I know it's a, it's, it's, it's a hard and it's a tough subject, but it's just something that it genuinely pertains to the story. And we're going to have to talk about, you know, we're just going to, to talk about it so again another trigger warning and starts to deal with grooming if you guys um you know i don't know about a whole skip line but you know try to fast forward it as much as possible and i'll probably give like a sound i'll give you a sound pineapples to let you know that like it's over so yeah there we go I'd worked with an older woman. I'm not gonna say her name because, you know, uh, yeah, for legal reasons. Um, but, you know, I had worked with an older woman and um, she was someone who I was told was experienced into the field and all that stuff. And um, it was genuinely, you know, 
um, a, um, you know, it was a good, like, business exchange. I had met her, and at the time I was sewing by hand, and I was just, um, just working, you know, on absolutely nothing. Like, I wasn't working on any projects. I was trying to say I was coming out with a new collection, a new collection. And I was somehow was going to figure out how to make a fashion show snap out of thin air. And, and in my high school, like, we had a fashion program. So I guess if I wanted to, I could have done a small little show or, like, a showroom or something like that. But I know that I'd wanted to do something just big. And um, she had said, well, I can make it happen. I'm someone who has worked in the fashion industry. I can help supply with fabrics. I can do this. I can do that. Um, you know, I can make this happen. All you have to do is, is just come in. We'll, we'll figure it out. And yeah. So, you know, at the time, you know, we, I had like met this person in the same complex that I was in and where it stays, it's. It's on a highway um, that's not really a good highway, you know, that should have been already just one just red flag. And um, I had, you know, um, I had, you know, um, been going through, you know, a little bit of a struggle. I had just moved out of my house and we, um, and me and my family, we, you know, we were just staying in. Um, almost a weekly, but the way that it worked, you know, it worked as, you know, an apartment complex. They're like, it was weird how they were converting it. It's just, it is how like it is. But, um, but I'd met this girl and she, um, and she had stayed in the same, you know, like complex that I was in. So I was like, okay, cool. I know her. She's close by. Um, we can get started on, on, on working and, and sketching and stuff. And, um... And yeah, so like we got started and um, a lot of financial problems had had happened over the time. It's not something I'm I'm going to get into because I don't feel comfortable sharing that. But um, but, you know, in the end, you know, or at some point, you know, I was just not in the best like mental health. And, um, you know, at some point I had winded up homeless and, you know, Unfortunately, it had also became, you know, the same sort of kind of pattern that had dealt with, like, trusting people. You know, I had stayed with, you know, um, a friend that I thought that I could trust. And unfortunately, with drama and the jealousy towards, you know, outsiders that aren't like Vegas people and, um, you know the colorism and the bullying and the this and that, like, you know, it has gotten, you know, it went so bad to where it winded up leaving me and my family homeless with nothing on our backs. Like, they had thrown away literally everything. Like, I was on the news for it. Like, everything was thrown away. And, like, it was a tough time for me. Like, genuinely, mentally. Like, I think... Like I said, because of the trigger warning, you know, um, hopefully I can put this in and like Spotify, like doesn't take this down. Like I felt like I just didn't want to live anymore and I can say it now and I can have no tears for it because of the fact that 
I had already gone through so much, you know, um, unfortunately as a younger kid and unfortunately that's just what comes with trauma. You just build thicker skin and that's just, it is what it is. But I think I've been, I was, I have, I was able to, and I still have been able to, you know, take it a lot better than most of my family. Now, as far as mentally, probably not, <laughs> you know, like probably not. And like, and like, I know that, um, while I laugh about it, um, and, and I genuinely, and I often joke with the dolls about it, like it has taken, you know, a big toll. I've lost a lot of you know, like people that I thought were friends throughout the time while I was working with this lady. And, um, and I guess even though I had gone through so much and even though I didn't know what was going to happen ahead, you know, it going to her, her apartment every day, it did leave me with a source of, um, things to take out my stress out on. You know, why would I want to be contemplating my 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 own death at such a young age when I could be sewing a bunch of clothes and preparing for a fashion show? You know, like, why would I want to... I'm going to say it. Why would I want to be contemplating suicide when I could be worried about, you know, the next model that's going to be getting fitted? And, um, and, like, I guess I take my pain... And I decide to work instead. You know, not saying it's going to take it away because genuinely it like doesn't. And it's something that like affects me still to this day. I still have trust issues. But like, but still going there, it was a place for me to, you know, just let out my frustrations on, onto my clothes. But over time... Another pattern started to arise. I began to um, see the same pattern. And I began to see this gaslighty behavior come to life with this person. And I would start to hear, you know, how did you know how to do that? The moment that I heard that, I should have known that was a red flag. This person told me that they were in the fashion industry for a long time and I didn't know. They said that my clothes were really, really good and my ideas were really, really good. Let's work together and let's collaborate. And... When things didn't necessarily go her way, it would switch from the buddy-buddy mentality to a I'm the adult and you are a child mentality. And it would switch on and off often, actually, throughout every single time that I'd worked there. Like I said, I was someone who was almost a pupil and or, you know, a... Um, almost an intern who was receiving help from this woman, I was getting free fabric. And at the end of the day, I would work, you know, 
maybe more than eight hours, I know so. Like, I would get out at 1.16, I would show up at her door, I would work from there all the way till the latest was 11. So 1 to 11. That's like 9 or 10 hours of just work. And that's how dedicated I was. Because even though I was going through homelessness, even, then, even though I was going through um, a lot of my friends just not being my friends with me, even though I was going through me literally being sick and puking, you know, off the side of my car because I had nowhere else to puke, you know, even though I was dealing with a breakup at the time because, you know, my boyfriend at the time had broken up with me, you know, I had put it all to the side for work because that's what I came to do. And I had, you know, and we, and we both came on this agreement that whatever we worked on, we would sell it and we would both profit off of it. But I would soon come to find out that that was all going to change. <laughs> and honey, I had a big storm coming. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm going to take a quick break. And then I'll be right back to tell you guys about literally just that. are missing out on that too y'all should really really send this podcast over to your friends maybe you just might make their day so dolls you already know the drill send this to your friends and maybe just maybe we might get some sponsors and we might turn up in this so thank you thank you guys so much for listening i hope you guys can add your friends here so they can listen to it too All right, pineapples, we're back. I had to pee. That's why I had to leave. I'm so sorry, but uh, but like but 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 obviously, <laughs> but obviously, like I said, I'm obviously stuttering again. You know, we're back. Yeah, that was that was super super serious. Oh my god, I didn't think I would get that serious inside of a podcast with just me and, and like you guys. It's almost like I grown to you guys more oh my god <laughs> but like i said um i would soon come to find out that even though you know me working with you know this woman was great and all it wasn't so for quick like recap other than all of that sad stuff you know i had worked with someone who um, who I thought, like, wasn't going to be, like, all of, like, the Vegas people. She was older and all that stuff. And, you know, unfortunately, I, I was groomed. Um, but, but before we get to that, let's rewind just a little bit towards the couple ending weeks of the show. So let's do that. <laughs> okay. So like I said, I, like, worked six months on a show if i didn't tell you it back then i told i'm i'm, I'm telling y'all now um you know six months is a long time especially when you're working you know 
eight to nine hours, you know, each day constantly working. I did not skip um, holidays. I did not skip any of that. You know, I said, I'm going to put in that work, you know, like, like no matter what I was going through, I put in that work because I knew it was going to be the most like biggest, like, like payoff. And I went to meetings and I had gone to, you know, sign papers and I was talking to people. I was networking, you know, I was doing what a lot of people in the fashion industry do years after like my age i was doing that in my school i was putting out flyers i was advertising i was you know doing everything that that i could because i wanted the show to be something everyone could see and no matter what i was going through in a way it was almost kind of out of spite it was out of proving people wrong you know that I could be someone, a small town kid from California who has been through so much and who has moved out here and has gone through a lot more, you know, emotional stuff and, you know, and who can put that to the side for his dream. And I think, I, I think a lot of people saw that and a lot of people knew that. You know, I had spoken to my principal and I had spoken to my, um, my, uh, you know, my counselors and I had spoken to uh, the administrators. I had spoken to teachers. I had spoken to literally everybody. And I, and, and I, and I wanted this to be something that was, um, just big and, Towards the end, you know, um, that's when me and my relationship um, as this person's, um, you know, kind of intern slash business partner really went flip side. Um, obviously, when you're working on a fashion show, the most important thing is casting models. I wanted to cast models who had all sizes, all colors, you know, all sexes. Maxine walked her first runway show and that was the show that she had walked in. And I'm so beyond privileged and proud that I was able to have a openly trans woman walk my show. And it made me happy to see my friends take part in what I do. And it made me really, really happy. But I think what she really didn't look at it like that, or more so she didn't want to. Because she said, because I start to hear, you know, well, if we get bigger people, it's going to take up more fabric and I'm gonna have to buy more fabric. And with the silhouettes that she does, unfortunately, it comes off drapey. And with this collection, it was streaked. So, you know, when it came to working on with her with the street collection, it was hard, especially because of the fact that working on drapey pieces on 
on mannequins that are not a size 12 and up is hard. And that's something that I had to let her know. And unfortunately, that's where the gaslighting and the um, almost sort of kind of gatekeeping and the girl boss started to come through. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it, I started to hear, well, I buy this fabric and I do this. So um, we just can't have that. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to have a size inclusive range of people. Yes, I had people that were short. I had people that were tall. I had people that were in a way normal size, but I didn't have any plus size models. And it sucked. And it sucked even more because with her gatekeeping with the fabric and her genuinely just, you know, not trusting me, someone who has been an intern who has worked with her for six months on a project that is very much so, um, you know, invested into this as much as she has been invested in to this, um, I'm stuttering again, but, you know, as, as much as she has been, you know, it's almost feels like, okay, this is has, this is how I'm being viewed in terms of, in terms of business. And that was a red flag. I'm being viewed as someone who is good enough for work, but when it comes to handling the actual garments, that's not something that is having to deal with me. I'm working on the work, but I'm working on work that's genuinely not mine. And if I knew that, I wouldn't have signed in. You know, even though I am an intern, we made a deal that I would work on my projects. And my project was mine. I creative directed it. I had made it my own. And it was going to be something that was genuinely me, was a genuinely me collection. And unfortunately, the way that I've, the way that I'm like made it, it was also when I was still almost in a rut when it, it was like, it was a collection that essentially it, it, it had good intentions but unfortunately, since a lot of models didn't pull through, it almost was, personally to me now, I see it as something that's culturally insensitive. I had made a collection that was streetwear, but it was inspired by um, old, old and new Japanese art. And I had no Japanese, um, um, I, I know Japanese or let alone Asian models. Or I, or the other way around, I, I forgot how like, how like to word it, but you know, but, but besides that, like it was still a very creatively me, me like project, you know, it was an all white collection. It genuinely focused on my, my attentions to detail, my attentions to texture, to fabric. I'd worked with jersey, I'd worked with knits, I'd worked with tulle, I'd worked with, you know, um, you know, I'd worked with soft materials, you know, a lot of lighter materials, you know, daintier like materials. And it had actually given myself a lot of building blocks to just learn 
how to manage the sewing machine. But as far as the business aspect, um, you know, that was all me. And I believe there was only one time I had essentially asked her to help me finish a lot of pieces. Um, you know, there was uh, certain pieces that um, she had worked on and it was genuinely made by her. And she had designated those pieces as hers. Thank you, Car, for being our cameo. <laughs> but, you know, she had designated those pieces as hers and 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 um and i understood those were the more kind of drapier pieces and those were the more kind of longer kind of gownish pieces which didn't really fit into the collection but i was like you know what if it makes her happy let's just do it because in a way i was already kind of not gonna say done with her but i was almost like kind of irritated and i feel as though i had every sort of every sort of kind of right to be and i'm not saying it in sort of kind of air arrogant way that that I don't like what fashion designers do where it's like or like people in the fashion industry in general they're like I've been in this industry I've worked here long 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 enough I deserve this like position I deserve the authority I like deserve this I deserve that no that's not the kind of entitlement that I wanted but essentially it was I had worked on this collection I was told it was going to be all um all like for me but when it comes to certain aspects that she didn't agree with, it was, oh, wait, this is the, this is both of our projects together. What are you talking about? So I said, you know what? Fine. Let's have it that way. Let's just do it just so that you're satisfied. So that's how I had it. Um, and... Um, you know, the sound, you know, and like I said, I had to do things with this, um, with, you know, stuff that you prepare for, for a fashion show. I did not have the tens and hundreds of thousand dollars of a budget. Cause to be honest, I had no budget, you know, I didn't pay for anything. Um, I, so, um, so, so, you know, going around my school asking my theater teacher hey can i borrow this light and it is a light that is made of concrete question mark if you guys are in theater and if you guys like listen to the podcast genuinely like let us know in our instagram um at ball with the dolls um because i don't know for sure um but yeah like it's it's a pretty expensive light and it's like fourteen hundred dollars and i'm like and he said that um, someone else had like used it. It was I guess I, I I think it was like student council. They'd used it for like an assembly, and then it ended up breaking. So that was out of pocket, and I felt really really bad that that happened. Um, so I made sure not to mess that up. And I had told and like I had asked um, my theater my theater teacher, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like definitely. Like we just have to take a while to lower it, and then we're then." In, then it's going to take us a long time to bring it back up and it's going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to take a long time. Basically. And then obviously with fashion show, there's runway music. I mean, you don't have to have like runway music, but you know, it just sets the mood. 
and I had a really cool like runway track just just to be honest here and um I well not really <laughs> just outing myself even more like it was good at the time but it was in you know it 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 was in Alexander Wang fashion show music yeah we don't talk about that one so yeah but um you know at the end you know I did all of that and none of that was done with her you know I had asked her would you like to speak with the principal because we had you know a little a little dinner um where I could where I could speak with him and I said hey you want to go with me you you I, I will pick you up, we will go out, and we will figure this out, and we'll make sure that this runs smoothly. It's better for my, um, for, for my teacher to meet my, um, my sort of kind of like mentor and, um, my manager, you know, like that's just the best, it just looks good. Like, you know, like it just looks good, and... It would make me look good it would make her look good but you know she fell through super last minute and it in a way it kind of crushed me so i was like okay that's another red flag if it doesn't have to do with her and she and if she really doesn't have to do it she's not gonna do it and i was like okay that's great so that's one thing that i was like okay that's that's a red flag and i should have already known so i've I already don't have trust over my own clothes that I've made and I am not being taken seriously to the point where to where she wouldn't want to work with me. So where am I at now? And and where I'm at now is I'm doing last minute fittings and I'm asking her. I'm begging her. Can you please bring your bring the clothes? Every outfit, it's done. They need to get fitted onto people. And I'm getting no. I can't because it's a big investment. We, I've said, um, like, you know, she said you can give the clothes to them individually. And just hope that they don't lose them. I'm like, are you serious? That took a long time. And unfortunately, that did wind up happening. And, and like, it genuinely wasn't their fault. And I feel so bad for them. Um, but, again, I wound up getting flamed on for it. And the moment I tried to speak up for myself, it was like, it was on and cracking. And I was like, okay, so this is how I'm being treated when I start to speak up for myself. That's another red flag. So I can't speak up for myself. I am not trusted with my own clothes that I make and I'm not being taken seriously. Those are three red flags right there. Yet I'm still like, no, I still have to work with this girl because you know, I have a fashion show to do. I have my mom I gotta make proud. You know, a lot of stuff happened to us recently this year and this has gotta be just the one thing that I want to make it look just fucking good and and it comes to the day of 
it's like D-Day. There we go. That's the best day I could say. It's not, it's not it yet. It's not it yet. You know, it's like the day before. And I let the models know. It's like we were able to finally get a fitting in. Like a small chunk of models. We were finally able to get a fitting in. Thank God. But then after that, um, you know, I speak to the models when I'm at school. I'm like, hey, just just giving you just a quick little notice. You know, the show is like tomorrow. I need you to show up at the gym. Keep in mind. Keep in mind here. I need you to show up at the gym at 2. Try to be here as quick as you can. If you guys wind up showing up at 2.30, that's fine. If you guys wind up showing at 3, 4 is the latest. Like, because... The way that I had, like, planned it, I had planned that once two comes, I'm going to show them where to walk. And, like, the gym, because the show is at the gym, um, I'm going to give them just a, just a little, like, rehearsal. While they practice that, I wait till Anthony and Maxine get there because they go to a, to a different school. So, um, so, so I had been waiting for them, and then all of a sudden, um... The lady comes. She comes and she's got a whole other thing planned. She's going to the fashion room. And she's like, well, I told the models they should be here. And I'm like, no, you can't go into the fashion room because the fashion room closes at 2. Th at, at two. I'm sorry, but my fashion teacher, she has a life and she has kids. And that's just how it is. I tried letting her know. And I said, no, sorry, but like... That's just not how that works. And she's like, well, that's stupid. I don't know why she can't just like, you know, I'm like, no, sorry. Other people have like, like lives. And she's like, don't give me that. And I'm like, what? Are you serious right now? I'm like, so I brushed it off. I'm like, anyways, um, let me show you the gym so we can get this figured out. Keep, mind you, the clothes are inside of a suitcase. So that already shows where... Where our where our like professionalism is at, like so far. And I am you know I'm working with, um, you know I have you know the small group of models that are here, and I'm like well I'm waiting on the other models because I told them to get here at two and they're like why are they at here at two I told them to get here at four, I'm like why would they be here at four? Our show starts at six p.m. I figured I would have them all here right now because while because while I teach them how to model, how to pose the way that I want them to, this is it's not an intricate it's not an intricate runway, but it's one that, you know, it's not your standard issue. You walk down, you walk back and then after like you go forward. It's almost like, you know, you walk down, you walk back you know, like a normal runway, but then you have to do that just one more time outside of the original runway. That way, it just, it just makes it feel like the show is longer than it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it just makes the show feel like, you know, there's, there's more bodies on, like, the runway. It just makes it feel like it's just longer. And it just, and it just, it just looks cleaner that way to me. You know, I just think just the classic, you walk down, walk back, you know, it just feels to me kind of tacky, you know, and that's, that's something that I don't want. 
And that's one thing she didn't understand. And I explained it to her so many times and she didn't even understand it as as well. And she was telling him to walk down um, a straight line. And I was like, wait a second, we gotta wait for these other models. I'm not gonna teach everybody when no one else is here. So I'm gonna wait. And she's like, what are you talking about, blah, 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 blah. And we go to the women's locker room. I was given the, the privilege um, to the keys um, so I could go in. And um, and with that comes a responsibility. There are, I don't know why, there's a bookcase there, but there's a bookcase. There's, it's, it's like one of those like weird like metal ones that they have in like a library if you're like a kid. But you know, Either way, there's property there that's not mine, and if something breaks, or if something is damaged, or if something is vandalized, that goes under me. That's my fault. You know? So I think that was the big problem that I had, and that was something that she just didn't get. And it really, really, really... Oh my god, it was so uncalled for. We were, you know lining up all of like the clothes because that's what she had wanted and we landed up by the showers because there's bars there no one uses the showers and if they did they didn't use it that time because of the fact there was no game or, or anything or no one's really doing like gym at the time because you know it's just winter it's cold um or like everyone has like the gym classes early so anything that's there it has already dried and it's not dirty so I'm starting to hang stuff up and she's like, what the hell are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And she's, and she's cussing up a storm. She is yelling at me and I'm just sitting there like, I'm not about to go off on this bitch in front of everybody right now. And yes, like I, I'm genuinely a nice person and I can genuinely handle it. Of course I've handled it with those three red flags right there. And I almost got upset, um, you know, when, when like it came to the whole like fittings, you know, thing. But right here, it was just the last straw. And I said, you know what? I'm going to let her speak. Because either way, I'm wrong. Either way, I'm wrong to her right now. And that's just her problem. So she winds up giving me the clothes. And she leaves. She says, I'm going to be back here at 5 30. The show starts at 6. How in the world is my manager supposed to, like, the manager supposed to be at an event that she's helping make possible if she's going to show up there 30 minutes before the show starts? Now, that already looks bad. At least in my eyes. You know, I'm someone who's all about attention to detail, as all about professionalism. That's just how I grew up on. And to feel as though I wasn't being taken seriously in that moment, it just didn't feel good. And I felt like this is just another situation that's just going to happen. This is another friendship, another acquaintance, another problem that just happens with Vegas people because that's just because that's just who 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 and how they are and that sucks and i just automatically just feel so stupid right oh but it gets worse but you know that's just not until now thankfully anthony maxine get there i tell them help 
you know, thankfully, Anthony, the most best assistant ever, he was working, he helped me get the lights, he helped me get the sound, he helped me get um, the basketball team to help me with chairs, he helped me to, um, you know, he helped me set up everything, he helped with everything, and he did it in <laughs> green, excuse me, he did it in green stilettos, <laughs> green stiletto heels, and a, um, and, um, well, and, and, like, a, what's the word, uh, um, and a beret, and, like, a turtleneck, so, so, so he basically said, like, like, if I can do it like this, so can you, basically, and he did it, he, he did a damn good job, while, while I helped, um, with all of, like, the models there, and I, and, and, like, thankfully, all of, like, the models, they got there, you know, at least before four, and um, I had told them everything that had happened because I figured it should. It should be like that since, unfortunately, since that's the way I was treated, I felt as though, hey, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys know this is what happened. She's going to be super controlling right now. So I'm going to give you everything beforehand and anything that she says Act as if you didn't hear it because she doesn't know shit. Because that's just the truth. Unfortunately, I had made a bond. I, I had made a promise with someone who was, who had told me that they were something that they were not. And they had made a good job faking it till they made it question mark. Because genuinely, they didn't really make it that far. So when I had come to the actual show, everything was going smoothly. I, I, I had asked her if she had a speech prepared. Thank you to the second car. That is my, that is my cameo for the show. Thank you, and I love you so much. But um, I had um, but I'd asked her if she had a speech... A speech... <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I got a speech prepared. It's called speech impediment. Am I right? But anyways, I would asked her if she had a speech prepared, and she said no. I said, okay, great. She had came with, um, you know, um, her sister and her, and like her sister's friend and, um, and you know, they were supposed to help, you know, with, with like extra models if we needed some. And thankfully they were there cause we, cause like we did need some, but a downside was I had smelled weed. Now, I don't know about you, even though you do tend to smell weed at school because there's just kids that just do it. When it's grown-ass adults that are at a school setting, that are in school, that are, um, you know, that are doing that and that are, you know, throwing down bookcases and all that stuff, that looks even worse than a student coming in smelling like weed. I'm just going to say it here, you know? I'm just saying that. And... And it just made me even angrier, but I chose to hide that because it's about to be showtime. I'd make sure that everyone was ready and I had made sure everything was taken care of. And thankfully everything was, and we were able to have a smooth show. She had introduced me. I had given my little itty bitty introduction and I chose to go on with the show. The show goes on, we end it. We have a really good finish at the end, and that's and that's 
the show. I was genuinely proud of it, and I was, you know, super, super happy, and I was beyond thankful for everyone who had contributed, and I was thankful for her, definitely. And I said, you know what? I can put this to the side. I can put the three red flags that are that were clearly out to the side. And I felt as though I could work with her again because my principal had said, hey, the show went really good. I think you deserve another one. And it's going to be advertised by us and we want to make yours even bigger than this one. But, honey, I got a big storm coming for you. <laughs> well, I was being told that and I was being you know, um, congratulated, and I was being, you know, um, you know, all of that good stuff. She's having a conversation with my mom of why I didn't acknowledge her into a microphone. Now, with all of the stuff going on and me having to go everywhere, you know, and it having it be so hectic, unfortunately, I couldn't think about acknowledging her because that wasn't what was on my mind. My What was on my mind was, do the girl's hair look good after this? Do I got to see how they look? Do I got to do last minute quick, quick touches? Her as a manager and as someone who was um, starting the show, who I had given time days prior to put up a just not, you didn't even have to put on a crazy little speech, literally introduce yourself say that you're thankful to work with me say that i'm thankful to work with you so, you know do something like that you know this show was dedicated to my mom you know it wasn't dedicated to her especially the way that i was treated so of course those thoughts weren't going through my mind at least i'd rather us fake it till we make it first and then deal with the problem later like we said we would but I'm hearing a conversation with her saying, oh no, I want those clothes back. And those clothes are mine. They're not his. I had spent all of those money. on That was my investment. That was my investment. Therefore, there's, those are my clothes. I had used an embroidery machine on certain, on certain items. So, you know, there were monograms. So, so you know, um, so that was also a part of the conversation and it was funny because at the end it, I hear anything that doesn't have his name on it is mine basically so I don't want it and I hear that at the end of the show and I'm like I hear that when I'm you know when I'm driving back to you know my weekly that I'm living in and it was just another just like, are you serious? Like, you understand that I lost everything. You understand where my mental capacity was. Or more so, you didn't. You didn't understand it. More so, you didn't want to understand it. Because that's not what I was there for. And that's not what I was good for. I was not good for the... Um, for the, for the mental part of it. And I was not there for, you know, to genuinely be an intern and ask questions. I was, you know, I was just there just to make clothes and, and 
when I didn't follow what 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 you wanted, I was I was no good. And throughout the time, I was, um, you know, um, just listening to her talk all this smack about previous people she had worked with and how they had did her dirty and they had, you know, done her wrong and. Now going through what I did with her, I'm like, are any of those true? Were it Was it just an altercation that had to do with her? Was it her doing that winded up her losing a lot of opportunities? We had opportunities to work at, at venues. And unfortunately, um, there was a lot of... We had to get denied because of her attitude. And her lack of professionalism. And due to that, and due to me standing up for myself finally, because I had realized over the time I was being groomed into thinking that I could, you know, work with this person and I could be a part of this and that it could be something that, you know, would happen and... This person was helping me because they saw someone who can bring stuff to the table. And But once I start falling out of her line, it was, but I did all this stuff for you, and I did this, and you should have, you know. And now all of a sudden I'm a bad guy, and I'm a user, and I use people. You know, that's not someone who who like I am you know if I give to people I I I give out the kindness of my heart if people want to help learn I will will teach them as much as I can and as much as I know but when you know you know I'm being asked hey do you need help at least now I turn it down because of altercations like that because of people who have made it so harder to gain trust like that again. And because of the fact that I was so fucking, like, like gullible to even think that, oh yeah, all of this happened to me. Of course it's not going to happen with this person. Because I'd worked with them with so, yeah, well, it did. And that's just, you know, what put kind of a trademark on what Vegas people are. Trust and believe the, the, the gaslight gatekeep girl boss attitude is there, you know, and months pass and I'm staying with Anthony and, um, you know, because of course I'm, I'm still, I, I was still homeless at the time, you know, and I'm staying with Anthony, um, you know, I see she's wearing clothes that I made. And I'm being told that they're being sold at prices like $30, $20, $15. And I'm not talking about per, per piece of clothing. But I'm talking about per outfit. And that just broke me even more and it made me so angry you don't even understand i work in luxury fashion i study the ways to manipulate fabric and ways to manipulate bodies and 
the way to make people feel comfortable. And unfortunately, that comes with a big price tag. The dresses that I make and the ones that I'm going to be making and the things that I make aren't $30. And I'm genuinely sorry for a lot of people who, you know, who... Um, who over the time are going to be interested in buying my stuff. Of course, I'm going to have a line that's going to be more accessible. Um, and I'm and like I'm genuinely stoked to hear you guys' input. But I think when it came to, to, you know, at least at that point, I made dresses that were supposed to be in the 200s to the 300s price point. So for me to be told that they're being sold at ultra fast fashion prices is beyond heart wrenching because not only is the work that I work so hard for not being even mine a dress that I loved so dearly because there was something about it that I just loved that silhouette and I and and I think I'm gonna try to recreate it the best way I can, but it was a beautiful silhouette. So nice, draped so beautifully. But it's not mine anymore. And it's given to someone away for $25. That's a three hundred dollar dress for $25. I feel like I'm robbed for my work. You know, like Unfortunately, I was shown not only what Las Vegas people are, but I was shown the bad side of the fashion industry at a young age because I was taking part in it. I was 16 at the time. And I'm not saying I was harassed or I was um, abused, but I know definitely there is something wrong with that because I was because I was and still am a a, a minor who worked 11 hours on clothes and they just, those clothes weren't mine and they weren't being sold at the price that I wanted it to be sold at and they're being sold at such a low price and I made zero profit from it was it a place that, you know, that place that I called my sanctuary that I could go to when I was dealing with my hardships shattered into a million pieces and it wasn't the place I could call a second home. A woman that I thought I could trust that had a lot of experience in the fashion industry, who'd worked with oh, so many people and was done so dirty became the person with the dirt on her hands. So that's one of the biggest examples of Vegas people that I guess I could give to you. And this is I it's unfortunately well it's it's unfortunately one of those serious videos and you know it it it, it genuinely hurt. And it's situations like that that make me have the trust issues that I have, especially when it comes to my clothes. 
Like, you have to be either genuinely into the fashion industry to let me even be somewhat comfortable with you having a look at my sketches. And even then, I put it away right away. Because I hated the fact that my work was taken away from me. I hated the fact that my art, my craftsmanship, my time, and my effort was given away. And, and it, um, you know, and it might not even be like that for a lot of people because I don't really know a lot of people who do, do fashion out here. I do, but like, you know, I don't know people who are genuinely doing, making fashion. Like I know people that are doing like merch and like streetwear hoodies that you can buy off of like LA apparel. Like, I don't know people who genuinely care about craftsmanship out here. And I don't want to know. That's the bad part. You know, because it's ruined it so much for me to even want to network with people out here. I don't want to network with people out here because I'm too scared of networking with people out here. You know, um, you know homelessness was one thing, but being double-crossed and having that, you know, having already being at a low, having a knife already being jabbed into me was a bad thing. But having it being jabbed further by the fact that, oh yeah, your craftsmanship and your work and your hard work is not yours anymore, opened an even bigger wound and it let out all of the anger inside of me. And it's taken a long time to learn to not get that angry anymore because I'm not that kind of an angry person but I have to learn how to let it how to let out my stress in a more healthier way and I think because of that it's led to my weight loss it's led to a lot more depressive thoughts and it's led to a lot more things but I think a bright side <laughs> that came out of this was the fact that I was able to meet Neilani, the fact that I was able to meet Maxine, the fact that I was able to have Anthony and meet Anthony. And, you know, me and Anthony are like freaking brothers. And, and I, and, you know, when I had stayed over, you know, at his house from, you know, from May all the way to... <sighs> you know, September, um, you know, it, it had, you know, I had a lot of, you know, things to give him and he still helps a lot, you, you know, and, and, you know, without chilling out at like Anthony's house and, you know, going around and online and like meeting new people I wouldn't have I, I wouldn't have met like Rudy and Rudy wouldn't have been our our other doll you know he wouldn't have been the fifth doll that y'all cabal with you know like like you know that's that's one thing that I'm thankful for is at least I was able to make my you know you know my friends and these have been friends that have been with me for a long time you know these have been friends that I've known for more than a long time and that I know that 
are 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 super progressive and we both love and we all love talking about topics like these and we all love getting serious but then getting off topic and then talking over e each other which we gotta fix and you know that's one thing that I, that like I like about them you know they understand what it's like to go through stuff like this and and I think that's what I was missing in friendships you know and you know Thanksgiving is coming up and I don't want to seem cheesy and the holidays are coming up. I hope you guys have a really good holiday. I don't think I'm going to be doing a podcast at all next week. There might not be one next week um, because holiday season. But, um, but you know, I love them. You know, I love you guys. If you guys are probably listening to this, you know, I love you guys a lot. You know, you guys have been there for me when, you know when I was just not in a good mental state. You guys have literally been there for me when, you know, the world felt like it was crashing down and I had no one. You know, you guys have been there for me when I was in such a dark time and I felt as though, you know, you know, I couldn't do it anymore as a 16-year-old kid who shouldn't be going through things like this. You, you know... As someone who had saw nothing but darkness for 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 months and months on end, you know, these people were my light. You know, these people are the people that I still talk to. You know, we talk every day. And you know it's it 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 gets hard. Times get hard, you get in a dark place in a dark time, and you don't know who to go to and you feel like you can't go to your friends to talk about certain things but I can talk to them about anything even stuff that they're like JJ stop talking I'm like no no <laughs> no <laughs> no you know <laughs> like 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 I I'm still gonna talk about you know just the dumbest stuff and and I'm gonna make sure that, like, they are the happiest of all because they've given me the opportunity to be happy again. You know? Even when things were, you know, not as good, I would, I would be happy and laugh it off. But, you know, there was a time where that wasn't an option for me. I, and, and I felt like I couldn't do that, you know? And, 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 and I felt like I would just be lying to myself if I was happy. And, and they've helped me genuinely come back out of that. You know, they've helped me, you know, when... They've just helped you through everything. And they don't ask for shit back. Like, that's not what a friendship is. Like... I feel as though the best thing that you can take away from this is that if you have people that are that you can't even go to for help because you're scared that they're going to hold that over your head, those aren't genuine friends. Those aren't genuine people that are going to be there for you, you know? If there's, you know, if you're at your lowest and you you know or if you want someone just to watch you succeed 
if you're succeeding and they don't like that and they have a lot to say, you know, there's something wrong there. And the best thing that I've gotten is from this one quote, and, 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 and like it says, a way to truly know that your friends are genuine is the moment that you fuck up and then succeed right after. If you see your friends genuinely judge you the moment you fuck up, and then when you succeed, they have little to no compliments, those aren't your real friends. And I'm going to say it right there. Those aren't your real friends. Get new friends, genuinely. Because if they're not going to be there to help you, if they're not going to be there to, you know, to, you know, be on the ride to see you succeed and cheer you on no matter what, even if you screw up along the way, those aren't real friends. And, and I'm proud that I, and, I, and I'm proud and I'm glad that I have these people with me right now. You know, like, like I'm glad that I have, you know, like, Rudy to, you know, to be there and have us like, um, be like gal pals and like thirst over guys, you know, like like how high schoolers should be and you know, I'm you know, and I'm happy to have, you know, Anthony to be there for me, you know, when I'm down and all that stuff and like, you know, he wants to help me with my energy because he's a spiritual person. I'm happy to have Maxine because she's there to literally make me laugh over fucking nothing. Over nothing. <laughs> literally over nothing. She will make a poop joke and I will start screaming. Like, you know, that's that's what I like. And I'm happy to have, like, Nailani just to be there, you know, so I can have someone to talk to and she can be there to listen. Of course they all do that, but, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying that's what everyone is just good at doing especially in individually but when we all come together we're all our big support group and we genuinely let people know you know what happens if you know we call each other out when we fuck up and that's what I like too we hold each other accountable and we hold ourselves accountable as well and that's what I like you know, and I'm going on and on and on about this friendship, you know, but it's, you know, it feels so good to finally have people that are like me, you know, people that are <laughs> too nice, I guess, and who understand what fucking, like, Vegas people are like, and trust and believe if they were here now in, in the pod, they would genuinely have more than, you know, a lot of stories to talk to. And I would have to narrow it down to, you know, an hour. It's about to be, I think, two now. But, or I think an hour and 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 a half. Excuse me. But, yeah. Um, I guess that's kind of it for that one. You know, I, you know the, the ending of the story is just to, you know, Find good people. It's hard, but find good people, genuinely. Um, I'm gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna 
and then we're gonna come back to say a little bit of more like more like bubblier stuff and then we're gonna close off the show Hi everyone, it's me, Maxine. Have you ever seen a Malibu Barbie eat a pickle? Yes? Well, that makes you weird. But speaking of, why don't you follow us at Ball with the Dolls, rhyming with balls in your jaws. That is Ball with the Dolls. Maybe we'll get an actual sponsor next time. Anyways, I'll see you guys later. Bye dolls. All right, and we are back. I had to pee, like, again. I'm sorry. I drank a lot of water, and I've been drinking apple cider vinegar and water because it helps me with my bloating. And I would definitely put you guys on it. It's so good. But, 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 definitely read the in in instructions because you can't just have just apple cider vinegar. You have to have it... Um, in a you know in like a small like dose I had I use like a big jar for my water um, so I just fill it right to just to where it just coats the bottom and then I fill the rest up with water the only downside from it is that it tastes like lemonade if you got rid of the lemon flavor and the sugar and so it just tastes like just sour water and it's weird very very weird like sour apple juice but no sugar yeah that's the best way to describe it um but um yeah like other than that like um i oh yeah and then after i drink another glass of water after because it's um it can mess up with your enamel so yeah but other than that like what's the word it's so good for um for you to help like de-blow it helps get rid of, you know, any leftover waste that's in your stomach. It's just really, really good. Um, but, you know, if, if if you can't handle the acidity for your stomach, I personally wouldn't, um, I wouldn't do that just to be on the safe side. But, um, back to some more, like, bubbly stuff. I've been watching, um, I've been re-watching America's Next Top Model, and I know, I know, I know, it's not that good of um, a show now, um... But, you know, it's nostalgic, and um, it's been a really good season so far. I've been watching it with my mom, and she's finishing it up right now. I actually kind of know who won, so I'd rather her watch it her watch it by herself and her um, enjoy it. But, you know, it's, it's cool, it's fun, and honestly, if I could, I would want to host America's Next Top Model if I could. You know, that would be the most biggest dream of mine, is to host like a fashion like related show and do stuff like that like what's the word like something like project runway and don't even get me started on the new season of project runway i'm sorry i if if you guys like christian seriano that's fine you guys can like um but like the most basic ass outfits sorry christian just speaking the truth it's nothing really innovative. It's really giving me just, like, the Macy's of New York fashion. The Dillard's of New York fashion. It's what you're gonna expect, quote-unquote, fashionistas to like. Is that kind of, like, 
Euro, not 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 necessarily Eurocentric, but almost kind of couture meets Macy's pageant moment. Like that's those kinds of dresses, the kinds of big puffy ones that you see on Instagram. That's just like a Christian Seriana moment. That's just that's just what I know. And seeing him as a judge and seeing him as someone who is just playing the role as someone who's kind of the asshole of Project Runway, like, how, like, why make yourself just look like that? Like, I'm sorry, but, like, I get it. It's reality TV, but it's, like, it just kills me. It just genuinely kills me, you know, because there is a fashion designer who's genuinely so good and I really hope he does a good job on I saw the first episode of the newest season um on like YouTube because they gave us the first episode and I was actually really 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 pleased with it um but um but he was just being so doubtful of the whole situation and the team captain who is the the, the really good fashion designer he goes let's block out this negativity let's Let's just do that, like, like, like right now. Let's keep the positivity going. And Christian's like, "Oh, so you're talking about me?" And I'm like, and he's like, "Unfortunately, yes." I said, "That is the most baddest bitch move I have ever heard." Cause it's the truth. It was genuinely the truth. I was like, "Are you purposefully trying to put down a designer?" And 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 fortunately for him, he was um, the one who had made it into. Um, into the top team. So I was like, that's really, really cool. And him as team cat and the other guy as team captain, he winded up getting props for it. So that was really, really cool. Cause not only did he help him with his outfit, not only did he make the outfit, he made an outfit for himself. And I said, all right, this is what Project Runway is. I'm only just saying this because it's fashion oriented and it's got everything to do with me, so. You know, you guys get um, me for this podcast, so you're going to get something fashion-oriented. If not, then you're getting something business-oriented, or, or you getting something that's gay. But other than that, that's my little talk about the shows that I'm watching right now. Um, I had... Oh, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I had actually watched a show with my mom called Carved. If, and it's a movie. It's, it's, it's a Japanese movie. And it's about the slit mouth woman. I'm not going to speak on the story because it's 8.04 p.m. And it's about to be 9. Yes, I am scared. And yes, I'm way too scared to even talk about it because it is um, a scary urban legend. But the movie was good, even though it was a little bit low budget. It was kind of weird-ish. But, you know, the story was good. I liked it. I liked the vibe of it. It was scary. It was great. And... I got my mom to watch a movie that had subtitles in it. That's an achievement on its own. So, um, so you know, I'm not too mad about it. <laughs> Genuinely not. My nose is starting to get stuffy, so that's telling me that I gotta go and go into my room. But um, yeah, again, thank you guys so much for what for for watching. Yes, you guys are watching this podcast, right? Because you watch things on Spotify. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Like I said, we are going to be taking a break for the holidays. Um, I started again. They, I'm gonna be ta- we're gonna be taking a break, and um, 
this was our first season. So yeah, we really did a first season. I'm like genuinely happy and genuinely proud of this first thing that I've been able to do. Um, especially with my friends. Again, it's 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 a project that with my friends. And, um, you know, I told you guys on the first episode that uh, I promised myself I wouldn't do a project with my friends because it always ends bad. But this is a podcast, okay? If, if you know, you know if, if no one can make it that day, you know, we have one of those single podcasts where it's just me and you. Or if, you know, I can't even make it that day, someone else can. So, you know, it's mostly going to be me because they don't got the username passcode to this yet. Oops, my bad. But, um, but yeah, either way, it's something that I can do. It's something that's not going to take me a long time to edit. And it's been helping me, you know, genuinely mentally. And it makes me feel good, like, making these. Like, it gives me an outlet. And I'm, and I'm like, pretty sure it gives everyone else a, an outlet to to just talk and and I really hope that you guys enjoy it as much as I do because it's 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 like literally um it's been a place where I can talk like I said it's a place where I can literally talk as much shit as possible and y'all can't say nothing why because y'all are on the other end and you guys are in the car <laughs> yeah so um it makes me feel really really good knowing that I have that power feels really great but anyways yeah that was it for the podcast again thank you guys so much for listening you guys have been great listeners um genuinely if you guys have not which is which you guys are weird for go back and listen to the first podcast and listen to it down if this is what you guys like is these serious conversations genuinely let's all talk about it Share it with your friends. You might make their day and you might have them interested into opening a conversation with you guys. And then you guys can have a ball with each other. But first you gotta listen to this podcast though because, you know, you gotta pay some bills. Um, but we can't even do that because we ain't even got no sponsor. But, you know, with a little bit of help, which, which what you guys are doing is actually kind of free, you guys can help contribute and help this podcast grow even more and the, like I said like I'm gonna say this again for the 15,000th time thank you guys I love you and I will see you guys next year no I think my I, I no 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 I'm gonna see you guys probably before Christmas I don't know I don't know oh well We'll figure it out. Okay. I love you guys. Bye.